Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Age of Deception. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Friday, June 3rd, a Friday to get the end of the week done with and the weekend started. We can all kind of unwind, hopefully, a little bit. It's been kind of a crazy week as normal. And <laughs> just to make you all feel better, the, um, the march on transgenderism has only accelerated. Yay. We're so excited. Soon we will all be wearing rainbow pants and driving rainbow cars and waving rainbow flags because we will own nothing. We will rent everything, including a rainbow flag, and we'll be happy, or so they tell us. Patriots, in this period of time when there is so much instability in the world, make sure you are taking care of your wealth, making sure that it is fortified as much as possible, and Birch Gold can bring that answer to you. Patriots, we have been witnessing the economy slowly go through a death spiral, and the Fed has boxed itself in. The economy is in dire straits, and thanks to a loose money policy, there's no end in sight. Apparently, you just can't spend trillions every year without repercussions. And now, in an attempt to play catch-up, the Fed is raising rates and plans to do it seven more times this year. We're already starting to see the ripple effects in the housing market as people's buying power diminishes. What are you doing to protect your money? Have you considered what could happen if the stock market continues to fall or worse, crashes? Don't wait until that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. So text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898 for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text BARDS to 989898 and secure the gains from the hard-earned capital that you have. Join the thousands of Happy Birch customers, the countless five-star reviews, and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Birch Gold. They're professionals. They're some of the best in the market. So again, text BARDS at 989898 to protect your future with gold. Well, I'll tell you, in a stunning development, Milwaukee Brewers, <laughs> you're going to love this. They're hosting a pregame drag show. I always knew that that's what they were about, not. They've even gone to a cute little mitt with a rainbow flag on it. I'm telling you, we are literally living in the inversion. It is getting nuttier every single day. But don't worry, because now if you're going to public schools and your children are going there, Biden's going to help that along, too. You see, there's a little thing coming along in the Biden administration that's all about making it better for all children to be inclusive. The Biden administration is holding school lunch money hostage to force transgender policies on active parents or 
you know, that means if you're not a, not for a rainbow policy, if you don't want your child to decide at five years old to get a snip and tuck, well, now it's real simple. If they go to school and they protest it and the school re- agrees with you, then the school isn't going to have lunch money to feed the kids. We're truly living in an upside down world. I want to kind of paint a picture tonight before we begin or as we begin. And I want to kind of lay down a few things in the world that they want for us. Obviously, the center of this world is this cryptocurrency nightmare. They don't want us to have any money. They want us to live off of a digital app, which is based on a QR code developed by Deutsche Telekom. And that's going to be the app that has all your money in it. And it's a hackable CBDC. And that hackable CBDC means that your social credit score is tied to it. So, of course, when you protest trans policies like I just did, my credit score, my social credit score just went to sub-zero temperatures. I, I think I'm somewhere minus 100,000 at this point in time because I don't agree with this, obviously. I think it's lunacy. But let's, let's continue because there's so many, so many great things that are just on the horizon now we should all be excited about. I mean, it's just what, after all, this is the fourth industrial revolution. And it's a new age. It's a new age of excitement. And part of that is so well spoken by our favorite villain, Dr. Harari. Let's listen to him and then we'll kind of go through the details. Again, I think that the biggest question, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades, will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more uh, boredom and what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games as a solution for more. It's already happening. Uh, in, 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 in under different titles, different headings, you see more and more people spending more and more time or uh, uh, solving their inner problems with uh, uh, drugs and computer games, both legal drugs and illegal drugs. You look at Japan today, and Japan is maybe 20 years ahead of the world in, in everything, and you see all these new social phenomenon of, of people having relationships with virtual, uh, virtual spouses. And you have people who never leave the house and, and just live through computers. I think once you're superfluous, you don't have power. Uh, again, we're used to the age of the masses of the 19th and 20th century, where you, all, where you, where you saw all these successful, uh, massive uprisings, revolutions, revolts. So we, we, got, we are used to thinking about the masses as powerful. But this is basically a 19th century, a 20th century phenomenon. I don't think that the masses, even if they they somehow organize themselves, uh, stand much of a chance. We are not in in, in Russia of 1917 or in uh, uh, in 19th century Europe. What we are talking about now is like a second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. We are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, the, I think, the two main products 
of the next wave of all these uh, changes. That is, 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 is optional. Again, and if you think about it from the viewpoint of the poor, it looks terrible because throughout history, death was the great equalizer. The big consolation of the poor throughout history was that, okay, these rich people, they have it good, but they're going to die just like me. But think about a world, say, in 50 years, 100 years, where the poor people continue to die, but the rich people, in addition to all the other things they get, they also get an exemption from death. Once you really solve a problem like direct brain-computer interface, when brains and computers can interact directly, uh, for example, to take just one example, that's it. That's the end of history. That's the end of biology as we know it. Nobody has a clue once what, what will happen once you, once you solve this. Uh, if life can basically break out of the organic realm into the vastness of the inorganic realm, and you cannot even begin to imagine what the consequences will be because your, our imagination at present is organic. So it's, um, if there is a point of singularity, as it's often referred to, by definition, we have no way of even ima starting to imagine what's happening beyond that. Um, looking before the point of singularity, just as the trend is, is gathering pace, the new attitude, I think, is to treat old age and death as technical problems, no different in essence than any other uh, uh, disease. It's like cancer, it's like Alzheimer's, it's like tuberculosis. Maybe we still don't know all the mechanisms and all the remedies, but in principle, people always die for one reason and one reason only, and that these are technical reasons, not metaphysical reasons. People today actually manage to live many people as isolated, alienated individuals in the most advanced societies, many people live as alienated individuals with no community to speak about, with a very small family. It's no longer the big uh, uh, extended. extended family. It's now a very small family, maybe just, maybe just a spouse, maybe one or two children, and even they, they might live in a different city, in a different country, and you see them maybe once in every few months, and that's it. After millions of years of, 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 of evolution, suddenly, within 200 years, the family and the intimate community break, they, they collapse. Most of the roles are <coughs> filled by the family and by the intimate community for thousands and tens of thousands of years are transferred very quickly to new networks provided by the state and the market. You don't need children, you can have a pension fund. You don't need somebody to take care of you. You don't need neighbors and, 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 and sisters or brothers to take care of you when you're sick. The state takes care of you. The state provides you with police, with education, with health, with everything. In terms of ideas, in terms of religions, the most interesting place today in the world, in religious terms, is Silicon Valley. It's not the Middle East. This is where the new religions are being created now, by people like Ray Kurzweil, and this, these are the religions that will take over the world. Those religions, by the way, are religions based on artificial intelligence being the god. In fact, they're not really a joke at all, though as much as we'd like to make them make ourselves believe that they are. 
Inside the First Church of Artificial Intelligence was the headline on a Wired article published on May 15th, 2017. The engineer at the heart of the Uber Waymo lawsuit is, a serious, is serious about his AI religion. Welcome to Anthony Lavandowski's Way of the Future. The new religion of artificial intelligence is called Way of the Future. It represents an unlikely next act for the Silicon Valley robotics wonder kid at the center of high-stakes legal battle between Uber and Waymo. And it goes on. Anyway, they do believe this. This is their ultimate progress, and they see that people are nothing more than just herded cattle. Harari is, is horrible to listen to. I, in fact, I'm not sure Harari is actually a guy. It's probably a girl. But it's nonetheless, you're getting an insight into what they actually believe. But let's paint the picture a little more fully of what they're trying to grow for us, put us into. And unfortunately, too many people are getting swept up in it. The promise of technology is always the same trap. So we have cryptocurrency, obviously, at the center of that, like we begin with. And that's the whole principle of controlling the world. Once they take the cash away, they control everything through a monitored app and other mechanisms like a bracelet or embedded chip. And every motion that you make in ties to that cryptocurrency. Everything you do ties to the cryptocurrency. That's your social credit score. And then from down below that is energy. And part of that is your energy that they're going to be using to mine cryptocurrency. That's part of the Microsoft patent where as you move, the motion that you create creates an energy which then works to create the algorithm cracking codes fuels that so that you become part of their engine to unlock more cryptos. But the world is quite an amazing place that they're painting. Vertical-grown, lab-grown food. In fact, we're, we're going to have a military in this future that anybody that needs a weenie snip, all you have to do is join the service and you'll get a free weenie snip at taxpayer cost. That's already here. It's just going to grow. And this whole concept of our military, of this we will defend, they'll especially defend you if you carry a rainbow flag, but don't expect much if you're red, white, and blue. And as far as the invading armies, I'd be looking towards high heels and miniskirts. That seems to be the trend these days, and Marine Corps will be having colored bullets. And the best part is you're going to have jabs that are free for your life. And the more jabs you get, the more cryptocurrency bonuses you get. And how about that house? Ah, don't worry about that. Once One, they'll provide you with that 300-square-foot box. It's a low-carbon footprint box. You should feel good about it because we don't need that much to live in. And you're not going to have to worry about what's inside of it because you're going to be living in the metaverse anyway. And you'll never have to leave your home. In fact, the new things they're working on now is how to get digestion and nutrition through a straw so you can stay in the metaverse, experience food as if you're eating in the metaverse but it's all done through a straw so you can literally suck in a pizza while you and it'll make you think that you're eating a hot pizza or whatever else you decide to eat and as far as that new electric car don't worry about that you'll rent that you'll be happy you'll rent it just whenever you need it and your children oh this is even this is the best part of the whole design you're going to get a chance to genetically design your children before they're born 
And then once they get to school, they can genetically, they can decide to have themselves genetically altered because that's the trend. So you're going to want a girl and you're going to genetically create a girl. And once they get to school, they'll genetically decide they want to be a boy. And by five years old, all that hard work and investment you made into creating the kid, well, you just, it just gets undone by the five-year-old that has more intelligence than you. And as far as marriage, that's optional. You can now have an AI bride, but here's even better. You don't have to feel immoral about having an affair on your wife or husband because you can have a digital affair with an AI partner. Hook yourself all up, get all the pleasures you need, and you never have to leave the house or leave your desk for that matter. And the best part is they're going to engineer food so that it makes you like the taste of bugs because bugs are the new protein. You're going to love that one. And you will obey. Above all, you must obey because if you obey, you'll get more crypto bonuses. And if you don't, I'm sorry, but you won't be able to buy food. And all that hype about abortion, well, that's gone now in the future that we're in. There's no more abortion. Matter of fact, abortion's been banned because thanks to the effectiveness of the vaccine in that past year of 2021 and 2022, miscarriages are now the new normal. Nobody can carry a child. All children are grown in labs and we don't need abortion clinics anymore. And that 5G problem we had, well, 5G was just a little bit of a, hindrance actually because that graphene oxide that was inside everybody's veins yeah it needed more energy so we bumped it to 6g and now it's very common to see people with two heads and lizard tails coming out the back and all sorts of other neat modifications to their body all brought to you by emp see this is the future they're painting but they're not giving you the other side of it they're just promising you the glories and futures of of all nasa today out here in front of everybody announcing in big news that it has selected Axiom Space and Collins Aerospace for the spacesuit contracts and the new space station, commercial space station. NASA, who faked the space landing, NASA, who has this unlimited budget of sending stuff that never goes anywhere. Yeah, that NASA. The same NASA that keeps using a distortion lens in space, which you can verify online. They are using a fisheye lens to show that the Earth is round. That NASA. And now they're promising the great new adventure into space. And people are buying into this. You have programs surfacing all over the place. Emory, Emory University is now offering off-world planet courses, medical courses for medicine and space. We haven't fixed our problems here and we're wanting to run in and pollute the universe. I hope God smacks us down. But we have to roll back a little bit because we kind of have to do a review of where this all started. See, it all began, the whole momentum of this, as hard as this is for some to accept, most of this excitement and momentum began with Executive Order 313887, which was signed by President Trump. On September 19th, 2019, modernizing influenza vaccines in the United States to promote national security and public health. September 19th, 2019, uh, we didn't have the Wuhan flu until January. 
but we were ready for it. That's the good thing because in the best part about this whole executive order, it has brought together the additional co-chairs. The task force shall consist of the senior off of official from the following executive branch departments and agencies to help build better vaccines for you. Those include the Department of Defense, the Department of Justice, the Department of Agriculture, the Department of Veterans Affairs, the Department of Homeland Security, United States Food and Drug Administration, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the Internet, the National Institutes of Health, and the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid, as well as the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, BARDA. All of them have stood together valiantly to bring us the best in the best of the mRNA vaccines that are doing a wonderful job at destroying the entire population. That's where this began, followed by 5G towers, which were promised to us to be safe. Even though the signs on them, if you see them, warn you that if you get too close, they'll basically fry your genetics. Then, of course, we had the scandemic that followed that, telling everybody to wear masks, which they did a wonderful job at. They really fanned the flames of fear, and the public obeyed. And then we had the PCR tests. Remember the 150 million that were ordered, most of which were contaminated with something like nanotech or nanothreads? All of them that were causing damage to the blood-brain barrier? Oh, and that also that pesky little thing about nanolipid gel that wrapped around the spike protein that was there to help you, that was supposed to stay static in your arm and not go anywhere, but then we discovered after 15 minutes that it was in every cell in your body. And better yet, because it was in the nanolipid gel, the spike protein now that they had developed was now able to penetrate the blood-brain brain barrier and settle into your, into your brain itself. Remember that? Little pesky side effect. Then we had the CARES Act and the Defense Production Act where we were making ventilators. Remember that? The ventilators that went along with Redemsevere as the perfect solution to help everybody, but in fact it was the insurance that when you go into the hospital, you'll actually die. And, of course, then we had the vaccines. All of that funded by taxpayer dollars. All of that brought to you by your loving government. And now we're into the phase of woke and rainbows, stealing God's promise and covenant with the people as he spoke in Genesis. But now we're having the freaks run around in rainbow outfits and we're having every woke corporation in the world changing their logo to a rainbow flag. This is the world that we're moving into. And we're moving in it in high speed. I want you to hear this piece by Glenn Beck. By the way, an upcoming Biden administration rule change. That should chill you to the bone every time you hear that now. An administration rule change will tie billions of dollars in federal education funding to an array of LGBT policies forcing school districts and universities to implement controversial rules on issues like transgender athletes. Otherwise, you get zip. The U.S. Department of Agriculture 
also said that it's changing how it interprets Title IX prohibitions on discrimination based on sex to include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. They are fundamentally transforming every single agency in the country. And Congress can do nothing unless they pass the RAINS Act. The RAINS Act is the act. They've been trying to get it in for a long time, and nobody wants to play ball with it because it demands that Congress takes back its power. It The power of passing a law must remain in Congress. They gave that up long ago, and that's why the administration be, can become a fascistic dictatorship because they make the laws. They can change it to whatever they want. And no one is held accountable. When the, when the uh, FDA or the Department of Agriculture or the, uh, uh, the, the uh, Department of Education comes, who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? The Department of Education. Yeah, but who specifically? Well, it's not necessarily the secretary because, I mean, that's, I mean, the administration, it was just a change. We have the right to change it. You don't know even who you're fighting, and you're not fighting anyone who was ever elected. And you're not fighting a rule that was ever voted on. That's how things change, and that's how they are changing. Because what has happened is all the power that the Constitution was supposed to ensure that we had has been quietly absurd by the legislative branch to steal it away and ensure that they have the right to bypass it through regulation. That actually gets to the Fifth Amendment, which we don't have any obligation to abide by that because they are regulations, but this is what they do. And being that people aren't informed about the law, they're steering us into a dystopian hell in this world, and they're giving you all sorts of promises. This is the great deception. I've said this a number of times this week, and I really want it to settle in. They're telling you to vote. They're encouraging you to vote. They're, matter of fact, they're mobilizing you to vote. You're hearing the statistics now, even in conservative media, how the Republicans are catching up with the signups for voters. They want you to vote, but the vote should be the most dangerous thing in the world. And yet they want to take away your guns. The vote is not a threat to them. Who's ever pushing the vote right now in the status that it is, is playing a game with you. The only person that I've heard in a significant influencer position to speak the truth has been Mike Lindell. And he has been explicit in what he has said. We don't fix 2020. We don't have a country. True the vote. They're the ones fighting to get 2020 rectified, along with Mike Lindell and others. But we're being encouraged to vote. It's going to be great. We're going to have a red wave come in 2022. The great deception. But don't worry about it. We're going to take, try to take your guns away before then. We're going to ban high-capacity magazines. We're going to do whatever. All of that's smoke and mirrors because we know they'll never achieve it. Gun sales are up again. 
and they're going to continue to go up. And I'm happy to hear that millions of guns being sold more than ever. The Democrats are the best thing that ever happened to the gun industry. Keep it up. And there's no possible way that these guns are going to get confiscated. But it's the point that that is their intent, because if they get the guns, they only want to do one thing. And it's, it's in their design. And it isn't just the Democrats. I keep, you know, I say that, but we all know it's not the Democrats. It's the one party, two faces. It's just as much the Republicans. In fact, they're worse because they'll give you a little snide head nod, say, oh, yeah, your guns are safe while they sign the deal in the back room. Take away the guns. The first thing they want to do is execute every Christian MAGA follower in the country. They'll round you up and put a bullet in your head if they had their choice. And that'll never happen because we'll never give up the guns. But my point is, this is who we're dealing with. The same people that are trying to steal your guns, they're not stopping the FDA from trafficking in body parts. And the other government agencies that have had their fingers in trafficking in body parts, hey, that seems to be pretty good business. Try some of these numbers. $22,610 for a fetal brain. $2,975 for fetal livers, $2,670 for fetal upper and lower limbs, $7,140 for fetal hearts, and $7,140 for fetal pancreases. That's just to name a few. That's the going market rate, apparently. This is what our government is peddling in. But don't worry, the future's bright because Latvia has now introduced insect protein in their new energy bars, test marketing for American public soon, coming to your stores, probably Trader Joe's next week, and Whole Foods. This is the great deception. They're keeping everybody busy, worrying about active shooter events, worrying about elections, hand-wringing over whether Durham won or lost, worrying about Ukraine, running up, rainbow flags and as people are scattered and going everywhere your children are getting indoctrinated as they want and as they need the rights are being stripped away on the critical things not because they're passing laws but because they're passing legislation without congress's authority and they're having agencies starting to assume more and more control this is the fascist state we are here Don't deceive yourself. And if we're sitting here waiting for the great moment in time when everybody's going to come rushing in, patriots, keep waiting because it's an auger down the hill. Our communities are the most important things we have and the place that we can connect with. And we're in a really big challenge right now to stand up to these people, and we need louder voices. I'm going to play a piece here, and I'm going to preface it by saying this. I don't agree with everything he says because he talks about how he, this person is going to speak to, talks about how him as a law-abiding citizen would comply with a gun confiscation law. There is no way in hell I will ever comply to that rule. But outside of that comment, this is a great speech. This actually happened in 2018. Uh, I didn't have time to uh, You have prepare. to give us your name. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Mark Robinson. I live at 4015 Sassafras Court. That's right here in Greensboro. I've lived in Greensboro all my life. Uh, I didn't have time to 
write a fancy speech. I didn't have time to, you know, I didn't have the, the resource of an English teacher to sit down and write a speech with at school today and be, you know, bought over here or practice or anything. What I really came down here for is this. Uh, I've heard a whole lot of people in here talking tonight about this group and that group and domestic violence and blacks, these minorities and that minority. What I want to know is, when are you all going to start standing up for the majority? And here's who the majority is. I'm the majority. I'm a law-abiding citizen who's never shot anybody, never committed a serious crime, never committed a felony. I've never done anything like that. But it seems like every time we have one of these shootings, nobody wants to blame, put the blame where it goes, which is at the shooter's feet. You want to put it at my feet. You want to turn around and restrict my right, constitutional right that's spelled out in black and white, you want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself from some of the very people you're talking about in here tonight. It's ridiculous. I don't think Rod Serling could come up with a better script. It does not make any sense. The law-abiding citizens of this community and many communities around this country, we're the first ones taxed and the last ones considered and the first ones punished when things like this happens because our rights are the ones that are being taken away. That's the reason why I came down here today, gun show or no gun show, NRA or no NRA. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community because I'm going to tell you that what's going to happen. You can take the guns away from us all you want to. You all write a law, I follow the law, I'll bring my guns down here, I'll turn them in. But here's what's going to happen. The Crips and the Bloods on the other side of town, they're not going to turn their guns in. They're going to hold on to them. And what's going to happen when you have to send the police down there to go take them? The police can barely enforce the law as it is. It's what I see. We demonize the police, criminalize and, and, and vilify the police, and we make the criminals into victims. And we're talking about restricting guns? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that when the police department's already hamstrung? You're not going to be able to go down here and take these guns from these criminals. So the criminals are going to hold on to their guns. They're still going to have them. They're still going to break in my house, and they're still going to shoot me with them. And guess who's going to be the one that suffers? It's going to be me. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, it is not going to happen without a fight. And when I say fight, I don't mean shots fired. I don't mean fist thrown. I mean I'm going to come down here to this city council and raise hell just like these loonies from the left do until you listen to the majority of the people in this city. And I am the majority. The majority of the people in this city are law-abiding, and they follow the law, and they want their constitutional right to be able to bear, to bear arms. They want to be able to gun go to the gun show and buy a hunting rifle or a sport, or sport rifle. There are no military-grade weapons sold, showed, uh, sold at the uh, gun show. An AR-15 is not a military-grade weapon. Anybody that would go into combat with an AR-15 is a fool. It's a semi-automatic 22 rifle. You'd be killed in 15 minutes in combat with that thing. So we need to dispel all these myths, and we need to drop all this, all this division that we got going on here. Because the bottom line is, when that Second Amendment was written, whether the framers liked it or not, they wrote it for everybody. And I am everybody. And the law-abiding citizens of this city are everybody. And we want our rights, and we want to keep our rights. And by God, we're going to keep them, come hell or high water. He's right. See, all these voices that are out here that 
they keep fanning the flames, giving platforms to. I go back to our rainbow warriors. They get a month to talk about their sexual preferences when our veterans get one day. A confused military that has, by numbers, true numbers, approximately two to 3,000 trannies in their, in their ranks, all of which go in there thanks to Obama to get a free gender snip transition surgery for free, paid for by taxpayer dollars. Let me be clear. We've changed a military of about 1.4 million people. We've changed the entire logistics supply chain, putting dependencies on having to deliver things like hormone therapies to the field in frontline units. We have done that for a number that doesn't exceed 5,000. Maybe at the time when I did the actual calculation of this, it was about 2015. There were 1,500 to 2,000 transition transgenders in the military today i have no idea what those numbers are exactly otherwise it's not more than about five thousand you're changing the entire logistic supply chain based on that many people uh, for anybody in the world this is the sort of lunacy we're in and this is the deception and i say it's a deception because part of what we're being told over and over at least that's the mantra that maga wants to believe is that we're going to be able to change things through the vote and that the military is behind us. I don't know where the military stands. I know that the military is a mess. It's a train wreck right now. And everyone has to start accepting this. In order for us to reset this nation, every institution has to come to the ground. It has to be burned down. There's no other way about it. And this is the sort of thing that these deceptions that we keep having, I keep going back to the election piece. If elections were dangerous, they wouldn't allow them. They'd be trying to ban them. And yet they're not. They're encouraging more. Encouraging more, vote more with the same machines. Vote more with the same rigging. Vote more with the same number of mules still in play. At a certain point, we have to call BS and just say enough is enough. And there's obviously a lot of plays in play, okay? I've been looking at the Durham case all week. The part of the Patriot movement has just been mulling about and bemoaning the fact that we're not winning. That's, that's garbage. There was some pretty big wins that came out of the Durham case. One of them was the admission that Hillary Clinton was guilty of the crimes. But again, who's going to be the change agent? It's going to be us. It's always been us. It's not been anybody else. And so the process of information that we continue to stand up and see these things, these things should anger you. When you listen to Harari, you should have righteous anger running through you. This is a man who literally sees you as a useless eater, as a useless class, because he doesn't stand for you when you believe in God or when I believe in God or we stand together. He doesn't believe in any of that. In fact, what he'd like to see is every one of these people that stands like we do turned into fish food or human food. They'd feed them right back to the slaves. We're in a time when we have to start drawing hard lines. There is no such thing as peace at any cost. 
peace at any cost means you become a slave or worse. And the worst part about peace at any cost is people are choosing that path. And there's a lot of people out here. We're dealing with youth that have no skills. We're dealing with youth. I was talking to somebody today who was talking about some of the younger generation they were with that didn't know how to use a dishwasher. And I'm not exaggerating. We're dealing with a an illiterate, life-functional youth that has been trained to do nothing. They've been given information for no purpose and no end. Obviously, we have some of those youth, thank goodness, that have gone into trades and are doing good things with their hands, but there's many of them that are skillless. And cognitively, they've lost a lot of their ability to work through problems. And so they are going to be some of those that are going to be afraid. Our country needs a complete collapse, but it's going to need the strength of those that can stand and see through this. To endure this period when everything has to be burned to the ground, it has to come tumbling down. Because the systems are too corrupt. We're not dealing anymore with government that's representative of the people. We're now dealing with agencies that are now blindly following rules and regulations that are coming down from an elite few. And they don't care the consequences on your life. We're dealing with police officers that take more pride in having power over you than they do doing the rightful service of protecting and defending the community. We're dealing with IRS agents that feel it is their job to destroy and dismantle your life for an illegal tax, tax service, taxing on people. They have no problem doing whatever they can to extort money out of you. It's no different than the time of the stories of Robin Hood and, and of Nottingham. We're at the end of the United States as it was. And it's time that we start putting our thoughts to the United States Republic that we want to stand. We will revive this Republic. But we aren't going to revive it through the vote until the vote is fixed. And so those sort of belief systems need to be thrown out. And, I, and I'm obviously, I'm openly critical about anybody pushing the vote right now when they're not pushing correct 2020 election. Anything else like that is just, like I say, it's just the age of deception. It's all it's doing is throwing a carrot out there so people will follow it, start to have hopium, and ignore what's actually going on. And there's a lot of sick corruption out here. Listen to this 39-second piece of a conversation with somebody with the trans movement about truth. I'm not even talking about social context. I'm just, I'm just trying to start by getting to the truth, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm really uncomfortable with that language of, like, g- getting to the truth again. In social why, why life, is that, why is that uncomfortable? Because that it sounds actually deeply transphobic to me. Um, and the if truth? you and, and if you keep probing, we're going to stop the interview. I if I probe I, about what the truth is, you keep invoking the word truth, which is condescending and rude. I'm saying how to is, you, how is the word truth condescending and rude? Why don't you tell me what your truth is? And you're walking on thirty seconds more of the nights before I get up. I tell that dude to pack his crap and leave right then. There'd be no question about it. 
I wouldn't care who he was interviewing. But the point is on this that you can see that the left movement is now in a box. They can't justify what they're doing. You know, I've hit hard and I will continue to hit hard on the entire LGBTQ movement. And I do because if you aren't going to stand, I don't care what you do in your bedroom. You want to bring it to the public square, that's a different story. In your bedroom, it's between you and God. But you start bringing it into the public square and you start talking about grooming kids and you don't stand up against grooming kids, you're as bad as a pedophile. And our entire leadership in this country right now is obviously pedophile-driven because everything about this is to force children at the end of the day to comply to a sex transition policy. We need to get back to being hard, meat-eating Americans. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this one. This, I hope when I read this that you are very, very afraid because bad things are coming. <laughs> There's now a tick that makes people apparently allergic to eating red meat that's running wild in Texas. And one of the consequences, supposedly, as they say, is that once you get bitten by it, you can never eat red meat again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It never ends. And it's all just layers and layers and layers of fear. Don't kid yourself. These people are evil. I mean, after all, the FBI maintained a workspace in the law firm Perkins and Coey in 2012, just like it was no big deal. <laughs> we don't have a government. That's the thing. It's been done. It's been fried and over. And anybody looking to say, well, we're going to vote to fix it, it's insane talk. The only way to fix it is to just walk away from it. Don't accept it anymore. Hold your local people accountable. Beat them up like that guy did about 2A. Don't let them off the hook. Be in their face every second of the day you can. Cause them inordinate frustration and hopefully emotional trauma with a constant barrage of truth. And everything else, get your county set up and locked up. Get your sheriff strong. And let the world know that if the federal government doesn't leave your county, you're going to arrest them. That's how we win this. They have no authority over us unless we give it to them. The government is below us, not above us. God is the, on the throne above us. The government is subordinate to us. And when we get that in our head, finally, and understand it and start living it, the rest falls in place. They'll tell you that you can't defeat the federal government. I'll tell you, you can because no matter what they try to tell you and put in your head about how many rounds of ammo they've stockpiled up, FEMA and DHS, how many rounds, uh, how many guillotines they've stockpiled up, FEMA, how many FEMA camps they've built, FEMA, it doesn't make any difference if you won't comply because they are working on the principle that they can fear you into compliance. That's the greatest deception of all. And it's simple. We just say no. And once we get the defiance into our blood and we say no, every single politician, I don't care who they are, needs to come under the optic of scrutiny. They need to be questioned and challenged, and everything needs to be justified. So I'm going to close with this comment because it always gets people up in one way or another when I bring up President Trump. 
EO Executive Order 13887, titled Modernizing Influenza Vaccines in the United States to Promote National Security and Public Health, signed September 19th in 2019. I have said this all along. He's done great things for our country. But those things have to be justified. You don't get to get a free pass. Nobody gets a free pass. That has to be explained. Why it was signed, because that was the gateway to the hell we're dealing with right now. And that's what allowed all of this other cascading of crap to happen, including the children that are dropping dead almost daily now in sports. That's all vaccine-driven. And until that EO is signed or explained, we don't have a picture on what the hell is really going on. Because the person that we had absolute trust in opened the gateway for hell to enter into this nation. And that has to be explained. In the meantime, we have to fight. And we will. And we do. But it means more ruthlessly than ever with the words of truth and our foundation in faith and our love in God. We can never stop. Because they can never get a clue and even have an ounce of hope in their lives that they will be able to conquer us. What they need to know is no matter how hard they push, we will push back twice as hard. And in the end, we will destroy them because evil must be destroyed. Let's pray. Father, we're blessed to this time that we have and that we share each and every day to come together to reflect deeply and to ask the hard questions that need to be asked and the truths that need to be sought. There are some times right now that we're going to face, it's going to put us all in a difficult place to have to ask, even those we trust, the hard questions. Give us the strength and the resolve to do so. Under no circumstances should we be seeking to be punitive with our approaches to, to ask these questions, but we need your strength and guidance to ask the penetrating questions that puts everybody on equal footing. Truth shall prevail, and the sword of the Spirit must wield, as we know, the powers of truth to expose truth for all to see and for judgment to be blessed or be placed upon everyone equally. And so, Lord, we close this prayer tonight with a prayer for judgment and justice by your hand on this nation to bring it swiftly, to bring it decisively so that all can see and witness and ultimately find themselves humbled and at your feet accepting you as the one God and the true God of this land. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots, lots to go on here. By the way, I don't know if I forgot to mention, we have somebody in our, in our chat tonight, Echoes. It's her birthday today, so if you see her, wish her happy birthday. And we are glad to have our mod bear with us tonight. Again, he's been out and about living and roaming around Arizona, stepping on snakes and scorpions. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up right now, patriots. We need a lot of prayers for this nation, the prayers for truth to penetrate all this darkness. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time.
God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. 
We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.